Hello, all you kings, queens, and those in between, and welcome to another meeting of Parasha's Book Club, where I get to puke up all my thoughts about whatever book I managed to clear out of my backlog. I've never really mentioned this before, but I'm a big rock and roll fan. <laughs> the joke I like to tell people is, even though I'm 29 years old, or 30 by the time you hear this, I have the musical taste of a 55-year-old. What can I say? I'm a sucker for guitars, and there's no shortage of those in rock, especially classic rock. If you were to ask me which band I associate them most with, uh, with the phrase rock and roll, I'd tell you Queen, because Queen is the greatest of all time. Now, if you were to ask me which bands or artists I associate with the phrase rock and roll lifestyle, there are three. Ozzy Osbourne, Guns N' Roses, and Motley Fucking Crew. I don't consider myself a huge Motley Crew fan, though Dr. Feelgood is one of my all-time favorite songs, but... I'd still heard rumblings of the insane escapades of frontman Vince, lead guitarist Mick, bassist Nicky, and drummer Tommy. So after seeing the movie adaptation on Netflix and reading Elton John's book, Me, don't ask me how that thought process worked, I decided to pick up a copy of The Dirt and see how wild things got. Dear listeners, I was not prepared for how wild things got. Sure, there's your standard fare like peeing into the open windows of cop cars, fistfights at concerts, cocaine for breakfast, and hotel room trashings, but then there are incidents that are just so out there that the only way to do them justice is to list them, which is exactly what I'm going to do. Before I do though, I'm going to put a general trigger warning here, because if I go through every potentially triggering thing that happens in the dirt, this will be a full-length episode. I have also limited this list to things that I feel comfortable repeating on this show. So, with that terrifying thought in mind, here we go! Vince committed vehicular manslaughter and in his first meeting with a lawyer said he couldn't go to jail because he quote, has to tour. He would ultimately pay two million bucks in reparations and serve some jail time. At a party, Nicky got so sick and tired of an annoying poser that he nailed his ear to a table. He managed to escape. Nikki refuses to think about how he did. The band once lured a homeless woman who wore a Cinderella dress to their apartment, where they stole her costume, causing her to leave in tears wearing Tommy's clothes. Mick once terrorized Japan wearing a rubber Godzilla mask with his pants down and quote, trying to blow fire out of his ass. This was the same trip to Japan where the band had riot police called on them because of a disturbance they caused on a train that resulted in a civilian bleeding from the head from a thrown bottle of Jack. Nikki dressed in Nazi regalia and promotional material because he wanted to test to see if people would judge a book by its cover. This went about as well as you expect. Tommy broke up with the girl because she kept calling his mother the C-word. Tommy cemented that breakup by knocking her teeth out and leaving her on the side of the road. The band almost didn't form because Mick didn't like that Nikki liked Kiss. Th th there's nothing really wild about that one, I just thought it was kind of hilarious. As a kid, Nikki cut his arm open on purpose so he could blame it on his mom and get her arrested. It backfired. Ozzy Osbourne dared Nikki to lick his own urine off of a sidewalk. As Nikki was hyping himself up to do it, Ozzy did it first. David Lee Roth of Van Halen got so blitzed on cocaine that at the band's apartment that he shrugged off a mirror falling and breaking over his head. Queen drummer Roger Taylor took the band to a restaurant in Russia where dessert was seven lines of cocaine. Their first manager, Tom Zetout, describes a typical business dinner with the band like this. 
Tommy fidgets madly, Mick becomes more demonic with each drink until he hallucinates, and Vince fucks the waitress in the bathroom. Nikki was the only one who took business meetings seriously. Tom Zatout also claims that he walked in on Nikki doing black magic and he swears he saw a knife and fork levitate. He also swears that he was sober. Vince got so drunk at a restaurant that he loudly demanded to know why he kept being served broken drinking glasses, seemingly unaware that he was the one breaking them. By biting them. Speaking of biting, the band went through a phase where they just bit each other, resulting in an incident where Nikki bit Eddie Van Halen by accident, and Eddie's reaction drove Vince to bite him on purpose. Nikki thinks he may have also bitten Angus Young of ACTC. There was once a freak onstage accident where an exploding fog machine ended up electrocuting Tommy's drum tech Clyde. He survived. At a different show, a freak offstage accident occurred where Tommy was doing a drum solo suspended above the audience. He jumped off the platform, his safety cord snapped, and he fucking concussed himself right there in the audience. The inspiration for the song Kickstart Heart was the incident where Nikki had to be resuscitated with two adrenaline needles. And finally, Nikki went to a brothel in Hong Kong where he ordered 22 women off of a list of 800. No wonder the man got to write two of his own books. So yeah, this book is great, but I would only recommend it if you have a very strong constitution, because there are stories that I left off that list, involving drag queens and baby powder, a rather unique way of ordering room service, and one whole chapter that legitimately brought me to tears that aren't for the faint of heart. As for those of you who heard this list and see that as more reason to pick up the book, well, knock em dead, kid. Knock em dead.